0: You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from News Talk ZB. Look, I'll be honest with you. I have been utterly compelled from the very start. I first read about the missing Titan submarine a few hours after it was publicly reported missing, and I have been hanging out for every update ever since. That's not to say that. That's um, not to say that I. I realistically thought there might be a happy ending to the whole saga. This is this is perhaps a confronting thing to say. But in that vessel, at that depth, at that location, an instantaneous catastrophic implosion was a preferable alternative to one in which the occupants suffered over a long period of time or, or, were, or were more conscious of what was happening. I just think um, I think more than any other news story in recent memory, the whole thing says so much to us about human nature, don't you think? First of all, the occupants themselves. Uh, curious, daring, fantastically wealthy. Um, was anyone terribly surprised to learn they were all men? <laughs> and And what does it say about our species? That for those people who can afford it, who choose to spend their money that way, Of all the oceans in the world and all the incredible things to see, they chose an already extremely well-documented shipwreck that just happens to be in a very tricky and unpleasant stretch of water. When you think about it, a trip to a wreck where 1,500 people died a century ago and you can still catch glimpses of shoes in the sand is a pretty morbid interest. But my question is this, did the tourists really want to see the Titanic or did they just want to be able to say they'd seen the Titanic? I suspect it's the latter. For us, watching from the outside, that a search for five men could engross the world as it has this week says so much. We are just utterly compelled by the mystique and the horrors of the deep. We are compelled by exploration, by hubris by the faintest hope of an extremely unlikely rescue. I think we all picture ourselves in that situation. Would I go in that submarine? What would I do now? Human beings aren't even-handed in their interests or attentions. Sadly, yet yeah, we don't give nearly the same resource or news coverage to sinking migrant ships filled with you know, poor and nameless people missing in the Mediterranean. Is that just? Of course it's not. But ultimately, nothing in this saga said more about human nature than the CEO of Oceangate, who died with his vessel. Stockton Rush, I mean that name alone, Stockton Rush, was smart and resourceful enough to build a device which could make it kilometres below the surface of the ocean. Smart enough to do that, but perhaps not wise enough to heed the warnings of myriad experts and engineers in what is a very small community. There's a big difference, eh, between being smart and being wise. And ultimately, every game, uh, every dive was a was a game of Russian roulette. As the, as the film director James Cameron noted, there's just there's something um like really poetic about the whole situation in a tragic way. Don't get me wrong, but there's something poetic about. The parallels to the original titanic disaster in which of course the captain of the titanic blithely ignored warnings and steamed into the path of icebergs in the north atlantic ultimately stockton rush will be remembered for publicly courting attention and media um of of effectively boasting of his creation and and lambasting his critics only to perish by the flaws of his own design and as far as I'm concerned, there is one word for it, one word that sums up the whole thing, Shakespearean. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to Talk ZB from 9 a.m. Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.